Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. We've got a really great show for you today. Before we get started, make sure you click like, love, hearts, all the things on all your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube and all the great things that we have out there, social media. But I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy weekend. I set the attention that we are going to share a lot of laughs, have a lot of fun, and share healing. I am really just trying to recover. My aunt and uncle have left. They've gone home to California. They, uh, She stayed longer, my aunt, and she jumped over to the big island for a little bit. And um, I'll give you a little bit of an update from that island, which is that uh, my uncle says that he has a plan, which I'm really happy mm-hmm. about. He has a, he's, he fishes. He does... Uh, fishing and um, Mm -hmm. he's got a boat so his plan is to get himself and his family and their go bags on the boat and then out to sea wow but wouldn't everybody else be doing that too i hope everybody's got a plan like that too but the ocean isn't safe during an earthquake or a volcanic eruption is it i don't know but he hopefully his motor is working and they don't have to paddle Oh my god. Well, well, I'm just worried about like the waves and stuff. Wouldn't that be really dangerous? I don't know. Okay, well, let's just put I, positive vibes out there that he actually has a plan. I'm grateful that um, he has a plan. A plan is good. A plan is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if their planes will be taking off from Kona, like in an emergency, but he's not too far from, you know, it's a pretty easy drive to the airport. Yeah. Um, so I just wish him well and that the volcano hopefully doesn't turn out to be like a major large eruption. But there is real activity and, you know, at least they're thinking about things. You know, they're thinking about what to do in case of this being a catastrophe of some sort. I, I think it's really hard for people to imagine having to have a plan not only for like earthquake tsunamis, but also a volcano. Like I think <laughs> volcanoes on a very low scale of emergency, like a it's not a normal disaster one. or something. But it's not a normal. It's like a meteor shower that would you know come down and then there's a comet, right? Like what is your comet evacuation plan? It's <laughs> sort of up there with the volcanoes, right? Because at any time, you know, a, a, a meteor could come down and just slam into. That's true. And Hawaii is um, center in the Pacific, pretty much. And we are surrounded with the Ring of Fire, which is like... I knew you were going to say the Ring of Fire. I got excited. (laughs) I was like starting to sing Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire in my head. And as soon as you started to go down this path, I was like, they are in the Ring of Fire. And I was going to sing it. And then I realized like my voice is still healing from losing it. And then 10 hours of talking straight yesterday at the expo, Mm -hmm. which by the way, was really a lot of fun. Oh, I'm glad. Um, but we can talk. Yeah, we can talk more about that in a minute. But yeah, but I going back to the, you're gonna say it, Ring of Fire. No, in your Johnny Cash voice. No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, gonna do it. Going, I'm gonna do it for everybody. Going back too much. Going back to the Ring of Fire. Um, you know, I think that maybe because Hawaii's volcano is being so active, you know, other volcanoes all around us might be also active. We just don't know. And earthquake is are always happening in Japan and um, I get alerts from California and Fiji and all these other 
island nations too. I think there's a lot happening with the planet. So I think everybody should have like an evacuation plan for any kind of an emergency. It's probably always a good idea. We are heading into hurricane season. I do believe we're in it already. Mm -hmm. So everybody should have like an emergency plan, especially if you have pets, you have um, elderly family members, everybody just hopefully you guys are at least planning uh, to stay safe in any event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all yeah. we can do. It, That's all we it's can always do. important. There's like people out there who are always on, on point, like knows where all the exits are in a building and always has a go bag in their, in their car and things like that. And I can kind of get behind that because I'm sort of that way, but not to the extreme. Mm -hmm. um, but whenever I know that there's like a gas, eminent gas shortage or there's a shortage of mustard or something, I will go out and get it. Stock up. Get it. Yeah. yeah. That's because I don't know. There's things that I'm like, okay, I don't need baby formula, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I like started thinking about all the people that need baby formula in my like circle. And I was like, should I go get one? Because, you know, mm -hmm. you know how they limit it like two to a customer. Yeah. So I started like texting people. I was like, do you need baby formula? <laughs> Even though their babies are like fresh, fresh babies. Um, but you never know, right? So like you're you're always thinking ahead. And I, I really respect those people. But I can't get behind the people who are like probably – have you ever seen the movie Blast from the Past? I love Brendan Fraser. He's like one of my favorites. I I'm did, so glad he's making his so way back remember. into Hollywood. There was a nuclear war coming because they were living during the Cold War. And so he built basically their entire house like underneath and underground. And they lived there for quite a while. But actually what happened was a plane or some missile fell That's out of the sky right. or something. And then they just stayed under there. And what a wholesome, wholesome family that was. But <laughs> – it was pretty cute, but that level of preparation might be a little much, but it would very much be beneficial if there was like a zombie apocalypse <laughs> because they were total, they were totally self-sufficient. Yeah. My former neighbor, he tried to build a bomb shelter in his backyard. He, they moved to a different area. He And I kind of wonder if it's because when he dug down, he hit water. You hit water at about, mm. I think our water tables at like four and a half feet, five feet, something like that, where we are, where I am. And uh, he moved to a different neighborhood. And I kind of wonder if it was because he couldn't dig deep enough to make himself a bomb shelter. Oh, wow. I have been all over the island. I have beautiful video. Um, I have a whole bunch oh, of updates lovely. about like coming here and playing tourists. And I'll share all the fun things that we did. I'm going to have to add that to another our next recording. But for this one... When my aunt came, something serious happened. And it's something that we've oh. talked about many times. She was enjoying the beautiful Makapu'u Drive, which you see in Magnum P.I. series. I always say it's the most, it's our prettiest drive. That one, we have an entire video of it. What episode is that? It's um, Hawaii Kai to Kailua or something uh -huh. uh, was the drive. And um, there's all these beautiful, gorgeous lookouts that you can just pull over and take breathtaking views of the Pacific Ocean. And, you know, the water is so blue and just gorgeous. They parked and they got out and she left her backpack visible in the front pass the front passenger seat. They thought that they locked the door, but they can't remember if they did or not. Um, oh, no. And they walked to the lookout and they took their pictures, their video. And then when they got back, she didn't think anything was wrong. So they just continued their drive because her backpack was still there. 
But funny, the back the back seat door was um, saying door ajar. So mm. they thought about it and they're like, I don't, I didn't open the back door. Did you open the back door? And then they just continued on their way, continuing taking pictures, enjoying the drive. When they got around through Waimanalo and Kailua, which was probably, probably like 40 minutes of stopping and just driving along and taking pictures and things, she started getting alerts on her phone. That her credit cards, do you, did you, are you making this purchase right now? At oh, wow. Apple and Macy's and. Man, they went straight to Alamoana. I don't know if they had to go all the way to Alamoana. They could have gone to Kahala Mall. They yeah. could have had somebody else call. It doesn't matter. Um, regardless, she started looking in her backpack and she found her wallet. So they didn't take the wallet. But when she opened it, all the credit cards were gone. And she had a lot of gift cards. She had cash in there. Um, She thinks she had about less than $100 in cash. But there was some cash left. Like she had like a section where it was like 20s that she had folded up. And she thinks that they may have gotten away with maybe 80 bucks in cash. But they funny Mm -hmm. left a five and a couple ones. And her driver's license Thank God they left her driver's license. She wouldn't be able to get back on an airplane to go home without that. Oh, wow. They actually did her a favor in they, a way. They um, stole not things, everything. but they didn't steal the critical thing that she needed. And they left her a few dollars so that she could maybe buy herself a drink <laughs> after what they did. They did. Um, that's really, yeah. That's so, really interesting that they did that. Yeah. Really made me think. I said, you know what? I bet you they did that because it wouldn't make you think that it happened there. So it would buy them time yeah. and they you might think that you maybe just misplaced them. You switched it out and put it in a purse. You know, women do that. We do that all the time. We move credit cards and things and information between different handbags <laughs> and different wallets. And Aww. sometimes you forget. That's so sad to hear. It is. Um, yeah. And they got a bunch of gift cards. Gift cards she can't get back. Right. Um, but what I always think about is when I travel, my father has me do this and I thought it was a really good idea and I passed it on. I'm going to share it right now is when you are going to travel, you take a Xerox copy of all the things that you're taking front and back, Hmm. your driver's license and all the credit cards and things, your passport too. Mm -hmm. any documents that you're traveling with have a Xerox copy. And then when you get to wherever you're going, leave the Xerox copy someplace you can retrieve it. Like maybe you have a hotel safe. Uh, Maybe you have like some part of your luggage that you can lock. Anything like that, right? So that when this happens, because the first thing you have to do is you have to call your credit card. And they're saying, just call the number on the back. Well, where is the number on the back? Unless you have an app, which she was jumping on a bunch of her apps and she was um, reporting fraud, um, lock everything down. She was trying to call credit card companies and things like that. And all of them kept asking her for the some numbers on these cards. And she had no information. How frustrating. Yeah. So either have copies of it on your phone and you can get like they have apps where you can have scans and photographs in a locked app that requires a password and you can leave it on Mm -hmm. your device. The other thing that you have to do is you have to call the police and you have to do a report. You could be helping somebody else. So she did do her report and the police, she said, were very friendly. Actually, she found out that when at that time. 
and it's been in, it was in the news that later that day is that there has been a crime spree actually happening in and around Ala Moana the past few days where people were being mugged at gunpoint like wow. in the garages you know you're walking they're big parking lot garages they're multi-tier around Ala Moana and the first thing I said to her because she was staying at the Ala Moana hotel is I said don't go walking in the garage by yourself um, and then try not to park anywhere in the covered parts, you want to stay visible. You want to make sure that, you know, you can easily see your vehicle to, you know, where you're going. She was very That is crazy. That's very lucky. That's a lot of stress. I, yeah, but she was very upset, though. But, I mean, credit cards are not as bad. So her initial reaction, they didn't actually know. And that's a that's kind of a new sort of way I've, I've heard of thieving going on in Hawaii. Because originally, it's more like if you drive a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> uh, any kind of convertible, so the Mustang mm-hmm. convertible, Chrysler Sebring convertible. Yeah. If you're driving any of those, everybody knows those are touristy cars and they will break into them. Um, people think that they're smart because they leave their shit in the trunk. That's not true. They will pop it with a screwdriver and just open it up. Yeah. So this is sort of a new, new like strategy, I guess you could say, because I'm, I'm really surprised that they, they left her license, open the door. <laughs> They left most of her items, yeah. which was very kind in a way. Yeah, I mean, they obviously wouldn't want her hanging out. They want her to get on a plane and go home, go away. They don't want her mm. to, like, be hanging around in Hawaii to prosecute them, to do anything like that. Yeah. I, I know people struggle and stuff, and, and times are hard. Like, I'm not even going to lie. There's lots of theft and um, assault and stuff like that that happens in Houston all the time. Mm-hmm. And it happens all over the world. And I don't think that people should go through their lives thinking that it's okay. Because it is it is heartbreaking for people. I mean, I feel always bad when I, I have a close friend of mine who her house was broken into recently, right? And in Hawaii, when I was there, um, one of my friends, remember Jess? Yeah. She And her husband, Todd. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, their house got broken into and she lost like her grandmother's engagement ring her engagement ring because she she works in the medical field so she doesn't wear it yeah you know and it it was like her entire jewelry collection and all of it had like legacy pieces in it and and then her husband's all of his nice equipment because he's an engineer is gone you know stuff like that so it's it's such a violation of somebody's like privacy and personal life they i mean they did a um they did a documentary on netflix about some kids who were breaking into like celebrities homes. And one of the things that they said was like the people, the celebrities actually, they were just like, not all of them were super famous. One of them was, she was like Paris Hilton or whatever, Mm -hmm. Madonna. I don't, I remember. But one of them who was like a B list actress, she was like, I don't have multiple homes. And so when I'm out, I'm on 24 seven, right? Like everybody's taking your picture. You have to be on. And, and then when she gets home, it's, it's her space. Yeah. So knowing that somebody like rifled through it, took their clothes, laid in their beds, you know, ate their food. Mm-hmm. It's completely like it's such a violation of a person. And, and I get that. And I, I empathize with people who have had stuff stolen. And it, it can be a headache, especially if they take your license yes. for the military. If they take your military license, you're like really or military ID. You're like really in big trouble because you have to report it to the authorities then to like the MPs and then you have to get your commander to sign a memo saying you lost it. Hot mess. Yeah. It's a hot mess. So yeah, it sucks. Um, 
one of my sergeants, she lost like $3,000 worth of gear, medical equipment gear, mm -hmm. stuff that she's accumulated over the years. It was in her truck in a bag and they just smashed the window and grabbed it and left. And it's, it's like, how do you recover all that stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, the main thing is we all have to like be vigilant. Just don't have things visible. Don't be an easy target. Well, I think people go to Hawaii and don't think because they're on vacation mode, right? It's yeah. just like people walking in the streets, the way people drive. They look lost all the time. <laughs> yeah, they look turns, lost. Not knowing where to stop. Where to park. Parking to park. is hard in, in Hawaii. Yeah. But I, I've always felt like Alamoana is safe, but I guess it's not anymore. I know you took cash with you to Jamaica. You were just there. Yeah. What is your plan for when you're traveling with money and your passport and all of that? What do you do with it when you get to your destination? Well, the room itself had a a safe. Mm -hmm. But I would only pull like $20 in ones every day. But when we went out into like the city and stuff, I only took my Texas ID, one credit card that's actually pretty hard to use. Uh, my Apple card, you really can't use it without my phone yeah. nearby. Um, and you can automatically turn it off the card itself. Yep. And then Apple cards have a digitally rotating like virtual number. So you can update the number that you use virtually on websites and stuff like that. So I took that card. I took my ID. Um, didn't take my passport. Took a copy of it and cash. Anyway, well, <laughs> I'm really happy to uh, say hello and welcome to our new subscribers and our listeners. I hope you guys have been enjoying all the new things we're trying to get up there a little bit more, but your taglines are pretty good. The volcano one was definitely intriguing. I bet to a bunch of people, they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Hawaii's what's happening in Hawaii?" Yeah, that was that was really um, a thing, and I'm just, you know what? That's putting the word out there. So really grateful for anybody who's watched that and is, you know, connecting with people who they know they might go there or. They know that live there. Yeah. You know, be aware of that. Maybe even be maybe make you more aware of where you live. And, um, you know, <laughs> hey, did you know that there's everybody's a big due for volcano? a volcanic eruption <laughs> in in California? I mean, where is that big uh, national park? Right. Yellowstone. Right. There's it's Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon is a big volcano. Yep. So it's the world's largest dormant volcano. Well, I thought it was somewhere. They said like if that Yosemite one explodes, or... we're all at Something. I was like, we're all in trouble if that one blows up. And you said Mount we're Rainier, in right? In Washington. Always active. Yeah. Always active. Japan's got a bunch. <laughs> oh, Japan. Japan. It's interesting to like hear Okinawa. when they have like a disaster. And then you look at Japan, it looks so small. <laughs> yeah, but. On the map, you're like, wait, it, a volcano blew up here or a nuclear reactor melted down here. So what do people do around here? You know, like. Yeah. Because it's not that far away from each other, but. Yeah, pretty interesting. Oh, sorry to your aunt. Bummer. But credit cards are replaceable, so credit cards thank are you replaceable. at least. Yeah. Thank you, whoever left her ID. Yes, thank you. But I'm really just surprised ID. she I left really that in her car. That. I know, and she knows better. And she told the officers, I knew better. And I, you know, she just, it was, you come here, she was flying. She, you know, you don't, when you're on vacation, you don't always sleep well. When you're traveling yep. and it just becomes, you know, you just forget. So it's like hopefully somebody in your group or your party, you're not traveling alone, can be vigilant and say, hey, don't leave that. Don't leave that here. Carry it. Well, I would like to say that a couple people I've traveled with in my past uh -huh. are not like that. 
they absolutely would throw a fit when I'm like, don't leave anything out. And they're like, oh, nothing's going to happen. And I was like, well, the moment it happens, you're going to be sad about it. And I know they're out there listening probably <laughs> and they're stubborn as hell. But I'm going to tell you what, I am right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are signs posted at every lookout. This is a high theft area. I'm really glad that they didn't cause damage to the car and the windows. It's almost better to leave the car unlocked sometimes because if they smash your windows, then you're going to be liable for that. Sucks. Um, just don't leave anything that would make them want to go into your car. Just don't have, I mean, don't have anything vis visible. Um, anywho... But that's that. Yeah, let's not switch to, to something fun now. Winter time. It's winter time. And you sent me something really funny um, about how you can tell it's winter in Hawaii. And I, the temperature starts dropping. That's number one. And it started yeah. um, the moment my aunt arrived, which was a week ago. Uh, the temperature started dropping and I was telling her it was going to, it's hot. It was muggy. And then I swear the moment she showed up, the temperature literally started dropping. And I'm like, you brought the cold. <laughs> you brought the cold from the mainland officially made it cold. It's her fault. I blame her. I told her, I said, I blame you. It was going to be nice. I don't like the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The other day it was like raining and it was so miserable outside, but my bones hurt for the first time in my life. And I was like, my toes hurt. My fingers hurt. And I was like, why is everything so painful? And then I went to the gym and I was like, ah, my knees hurt. Like, I was just like, why is everything so stiff? Because it was so cold. Yeah. Like today I went running and I, I literally scared off some people. I, I was running in the middle row uh -huh. and there's a row of treadmills in front of me and there's a row of treadmills behind me. And so I'm running and I did like 45 minutes of running and sprints and hills. And I noticed that people were like kind of on the edges I was like, all right, well, maybe there's not a lot of people running. And there was, like, nobody in front of me. So I was watching a movie while I was doing this workout. And then I got off. And I, I probably look like a wreck because I'm sweating. I can feel like my whole shirt is drenched. I'm just done, right? Yeah. I turn around. The entire row of treadmills is full behind me. <laughs> it was, like, 18 people behind me. And I'm like, you were did they just watch me do my entire work? Was I? Because I was running like I was out of control. Well, they obviously um, didn't want to run next to you. <laughs> they, they did not want to run the competition. next to me. 100%. So. I might have been too loud, too. I feel like I sound like a thunderous elephant when I'm running. But uh, um, Well, maybe maybe they're hoping that you know how you can get the draft and you can go faster? You were just cutting through no, all the wind. No, <laughs> we're not that close. For them. <laughs> you were going so fast. <laughs> I just love that the gym has, like, TBS on, like, 24-7 because I have watched – there's a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. So the first one they did together was the called Twins. Twins. Yeah. They were brothers or something. Yeah. They were brothers. And then the second one they did together right after that is Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. He does like an experiment and then he gets pregnant. Oh, yeah. 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 And Danny DeVito is like an obstetrician or whatever. And so I'm like watching this nostalgic movie and <laughs> get lost in it because I just love watching Arnold Schwarzenegger try to be like very feminine. He's like, don't touch my baby. Mm -hmm. or like, you know, or does this make me look fat? And I'm like, man, this guy's like ripped in this movie. <laughs> um, and then a couple days ago, uh, the mummy, the original mummy was on and I was like, I love Brendan Fraser, but I love Rachel Weisz way more. Pretty cute in there. So. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that but, one in a while, so I'll have to look again. But yeah, it's pretty good pretty good i mean brendan fraser is great 
I may be gay, but he's a cute boy. He's a cute boy. But he just got into a movie recently and just received like a six-minute ovation at uh, Cannes Film yeah. Festival or something. I actually watched the Lindsay Lohan Netflix holiday movie. Is that too. new? Yes, it's new. Oh, okay. She sings in it, too. Oh. I was surprised. Well, she sang, in, she sang in Freaky Friday. I thought she was great. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I don't know. It's something about the red hair, I think. Red <laughs> hair's great. Very talented. I want to see this... I want to see this new movie called uh, The Menu. Oh, that? that's a horror that's movie. I know. I'm excited to go watch it because I was like, ooh, there's a bunch of people I like in this movie. But um, I don't know. I don't know. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about all kinds of things that I did and updates about around Oahu. And I got video from everywhere. I got beautiful beach video, which I'm going to show on this video. I went to go watch the sunrise this morning at Kailua Beach. Saw the outrigger canoes paddling. It's in the footage. Cute dogs running on the beach. I had some really great Chinese food. Found a new Chinese restaurant in Chinatown for amazing dim sum takeout. Manapua pork hash and other yummy things. So I'll have video and footage of that. Okay, and some reviews. I'm excited to look at it. Yeah, I even uh, went to dinner last night at... uh, really interesting restaurant um all the way from maui they uh expanded to oahu hmm. i'm excited to go back to hawaii and like try some new stuff so yes and we're gonna new be safe and have more safety tips i hope and uh more travel tips for sure thanks for joining us for another episode of my ties at sunset i hope you really enjoyed our show be sure to um check us out at my sunset.com facebook twitter instagram YouTube, and anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. And until we meet again, ahoy ho!